Hello, and welcome to the Digital Rookie Podcast. My name is Patrick Quay. In today's episode, I sit down with Jake Stevens, Digital Content Specialist at TLA Worldwide. TLA is a sports marketing and management agency based here in Melbourne. It was actually where I did my first internship during university, and that's how I know Jake. Jake's journey into the sports industry is really interesting, and you'll find he has some great advice for aspiring sports marketing and digital content creators. If you want to connect with myself or Jake on LinkedIn, you'll find links to our profile in the description below. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to let me know by writing a short review on Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate your feedback. For all the Digital Rookie content, make sure to head on over to Instagram and follow at Digital Rookie Hub. There, you'll be able to see everything that I get up to and make sure you stay up to date with the podcast. Thanks again for clicking on this episode and taking the time to listen. Enjoy my chat with Jake. Alrighty, Jake, thanks so much for joining me today on the uh, Digital Rookie Podcast. Uh, um, really keen to have you on and uh, yeah. Fantastic. Thanks for having me, uh, mate. Um, you're doing a really good job with, uh, with this so far and you're rolling out the episodes uh, quite a lot. So it's, it's fantastic to sort of be one of the people that are involved in it. I'm excited. No, I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, let's get stuck into it. What kind of instigated your career in sports marketing in the digital landscape? Yeah, I think back to I think back to sort of university um, and when I was uh, deciding what sort of route to go down. I had a uh, my course was uh, sports journalism, which I don't know if they still run it anymore. But going back at school, I'd always uh, had a big interest in the news. Um, I had a big interest in sport as well, but I really sort of saw myself in that um, sort of environment and I really enjoyed sort of seeing things online and creating things. So it was sort of a, a natural fit. I suppose most people sort of look at what they're sort of good at and, and what they like. And for me, I, I like the news um, and I was I was reasonable at sort of media and, and English. So I thought, well, those sort of to combine them, um, sports journalism would sort of be the, the route that I went down and that's sort of what I studied at university. Um, I suppose post then, my role is not necessarily a journalist in the traditional sense, but it's a you know a content creation role, and I think it relies on a lot of the principles of journalism and, and, and a lot of what I learnt back then. Um, even though it might not be directly applicable, I think um, having that sort of understanding of journalism was uh, you know a fantastic place to start, and and then work in the sports industry from there is um yeah i pinch myself every day it's it's really cool to be able to do the things that we do and and um being in something that i love so much and i realize it's an envious uh sort of job position to many so i certainly don't uh, try to take that for granted yeah yeah we'll definitely get stuck into your role at tla a bit later but uh i wanted to start kind of talking about some of the internships and done and the more short-term placements, uh, particularly in my experience, I've found internships are really challenging and, you know, trying to stand out and go that extra mile can be difficult. Um, and, you know, often people say you just need to like, put as much effort as possible in to stand out, but sometimes it's hard to figure out exactly what that means. Um, do you have any tips or insights or stories from your experience when you're in a similar position? Yeah, it's you're right. It's a pretty vague thing to um, say, you know, put some more effort or show interest or, you know, and they're, they're not really tangible things that you can do. I suppose from my point of view is that I just tried to um, to learn as much as I could from, from people. Um, you know, there's 
there's the obvious things that, you know, you would have heard on this podcast before, like, you know, working for free, doing internships, um, showing the interest, as I said, you know, setting up your LinkedIn and, and making contacts like contacts like that. Um, I think a lot of it's uh, difficult to, to sort of put on your finger and like put your finger on what is helpful and what isn't helpful mm-hmm. um, because you don't really know. So I think you just look back at, uh, you look back at just sort of being there, being available and saying, Hey, look, sending an email and saying, hey, is there anything that I can help you with today? Even if it's a a menial task in terms of, um, you know, sorting files or renaming things or uh, doing a stock take of your social media following, um, we're going to sort of go down that path. So there's there's, there's sort of little jobs that um, that perhaps when you're an intern uh, that are, you know, not necessarily the glamorous jobs, are pretty boring tasks that um, the employees don't really get get able to to do or have time to do that so there's those little things but I think as I said before a lot of it's just sort of being there and and just being a good person to be around it's kind of a bit of a strange thing to say but I think that um you know turning up turning up and and saying you're available is half of the half the issue which is you know difficult in these times of COVID but Hmm. um but yeah it's one of those things I guess yeah. And so, so can you give us an insight into some of the experiences that you had? Um, some, yeah, some, what, what kind of internships did you do? Um, so I suppose my first sort of internships I did, I was involved with the, the RACV energy breakthrough, which is a school's event. Um, I actually, I actually participated in the energy breakthrough back in, uh, back in year seven and eight. Did you do the HPV or the push carts? Uh, yeah, we did the, the like the twenty four hour, uh, the twenty four hour like I, I can't remember what it was called, but you're in like the the streamlined bike lying down. Yep, that's the one. So I was involved with that at school. Um, it's sort of a bit uh, if you don't, if you're not familiar with the event, it's kind of a bit hard to explain. But it's mm. a it's an endurance cycling event at, at its core, um, and it works with sort of industry and, and engineering and um, sort of there's a lot of sort of crossover between that. Basically they, um, I was, I was a big fan of the event. So I met the organizers and, and helped out with their, I suppose their media production. Um, there wasn't really a media production. I was the person, um, you know, I was studying at university. So I tried to do a daily report for them, um, leading into the event and then, and then over the four days of the event in November, um, each year. So that was one of the the first interning, I suppose, opportunities that I had. Um, after that, I was uh, I also got an intern opportunity at Crikey, the political media organisation uh, newspaper, daily not a, not an actual newspaper, an online newspaper, the media site there, and it gave me a good it gave me a good insight into not necessarily being hung up on sports. Yes, I was doing a sports degree, and, and yes, that that was sort of where my interest was. But I think even looking down further down the track, that's not necessarily where I might end up. I'm, I do enjoy news and I think it's just important for everyone to broaden your vision a, a little bit because you can probably get a little bit too caught up and yes, I want to you know, work in the AFL or cricket or whatever it is. I think that there's a lot of exciting opportunities elsewhere. Um, you know, I never thought that I'd be writing about politics, but 
um, but I had that opportunity when I was an intern. So um, it was really interesting and, and I could definitely see myself getting involved in that. So, you know, it might be something down the track, but uh, but it's important to sort of broaden your, your horizons a little bit. Yeah, 100%. And I think one thing that I've heard is, is um, you know, it's important. Sometimes people start outside of the sport and find going into sport once you've had that grounding in other industries uh, makes makes the sports industry more interesting. And it also there's skills that you can get from outside sport that apply definitely to the to a digital content role at, at an AFL or a Cricket Australia kind of thing. 100%, 100% agree with that. And I suppose it's the point that I'll, I'll get to is being able to be as versatile as possible um, from being able to work in the industry, you get exposed to a lot of different roles and particularly when you're interning at um, smaller organisations or, or smaller clubs or smaller uh, sports or whatever it is that you are forced to, to learn a, a wide range of skills. So um, being versatile in you know, your knowledge of sports but your, your skill set as well I think is, is pretty important. Yeah, that's a perfect little segue there into my next kind of question. Uh, so working in the digital space, it, 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 like you said, often requires quite a lot of versatility and being able to say yes to as many roles as possible is really important to getting that foot in the door, but also being a valuable member of a, of a team. What kind of things have you done to develop competency with different platforms and, uh, how do you continue to practice and develop those skills? Yeah. Yeah, it's a fantastic point. I'm glad you asked because um, I think that was definitely my strategy sort of and it continues to be my my strategy, my philosophy, I suppose, not necessarily a strategy, a philosophy that um, I have a, I have a, just a broad interest in in everything that uh, that I'm able to do from, you know, videos and, and graphics to writing to other things that aren't necessarily applicable at the time, but you never know when you're going to need those skills, you know, things like, you know, just doing basic like coding, for example, you know, learning as much as you can about Excel spreadsheets and, um, and sort of the advanced features with that. You'd be surprised at how many features that even PowerPoint has that you probably don't really know. Um, so just learning lots of different little things, you know, photography, you know, how GIFs work, for example, things that don't, that might not have a, a practical application in the meantime, but I feel that if you know um, many things, you have a, a general understanding of um, most things and you can say yes to a lot of things to try and get the job done and then when you get stuck, that's when you, or something's a little bit too advanced, that's when you call in the experts to say, um, you know, help us out here. So, that was my strategy to try and get a foot in the door was just to, to do not limit myself um, in terms of what I was able to, to learn. And, um, and I think that that's sort of been the role that I've played both at my previous employer and, and now at TLA, as you said, that I'm able to do a variety of things and admittedly not great at any of them, but a jack of all trades can sort of get the, the job done. And when I need some help, I can, I can call in that help. And, to answer your point, how do you sort of learn it? It's mate, it's all online. Like the amount of tutorials that, you know, YouTube can answer every question you ever had about After Effects or Premiere Pro or Photoshop, um, sort of the main ones that I work in day to day. But um, 
yeah, just just online tutorials. So I suppose half of the thing is half of the challenge is learning what to learn um, in terms of actually learning it. Mate, Google, YouTube, it's a it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I think definitely uh, it's a great point. I, something I've been dabbling at the moment is After Effects. I hadn't really had any experience in it probably like three weeks ago, but thanks to Skillshare and and yeah, YouTube, like there's some great classes and like I can leave them. I'll leave them uh, there on my website if you if uh, any listeners want to check them out. But the the thing about yeah, learning these skills is it's really up to you and you can the the resources are out there and. And the other thing, the other thing as well is that I, I found that learning so many different things not only sort of makes you versatile for sort of any role and, and hopefully, hopefully helps your employability. You learn to, because you're learning so many things, um, you learn to realise what you like and what you don't like in terms of a job, um, in terms of roles. And so you're, you're able to look back on that thing if, um, you know, to use an example or whatever printing brochures and that sort of thing really did my head in so i know that um when those sort of jobs come up i'm like i'm going to pass that on to someone else who enjoys it more than me because i'm more sort of focused on the web stuff or more focused on video stuff or whatever it is you you learn to um realize what you like and and then you're able to i suppose once you're sort of in a role you're able to craft uh your responsibilities towards what you enjoy and if you're mm. part of a good employer they'll help you do that yeah is there a particular skill or platform or something along those lines that you've been working on more recently that you could you could share yeah i think um i think for just for graduates and um for those starting out you you got to look at photoshop as a, a real basic um in terms of a, a tool that's so versatile and in digital talking specifically about digital sort of content creation it's because where um most of my responsibilities are at the moment but i would look at photoshop i would look at uh, adobe premiere pro getting a grasp of how that works and um and then after effects i use quite a lot now so that's definitely a skill that um that i was able to build up and and now i have a you know a level of competency that's that's okay and as i said i I get the job done if something's um quite advanced in uh in looking for something quite advanced i'll you know i'll youtube it or i'll I'll pass it on to someone who who's a real expert in the field so just having a general grasp of these sort of things i think can can go a long way and you never know when you're going to need it in the future yeah and i think one of the great things about adobe as well is once you've learnt one it's really hard the first time, but then, you know, once you've learnt Photoshop, learning After Effects and learning Premiere Pro, the the features are reasonably similar, the shortcuts are really reasonably similar, and so you can get quite a decent basic skill level uh, in all of them once you've got one. So let's move on now to your role at TLA. Can you tell me, we've touched on it a little bit, but can you tell me more specifically what uh, your role is and your day-to-day and uh, how how you go about it. Yeah, so TLA, um, for those who don't know, is a, a sports agency, a sports and lifestyle, but mostly sports um, agency based in Australia. We have offices in, um, in Melbourne and Sydney, um, Adelaide and Perth as well. So uh, predominantly 
originally a, a business that focused on talent management and, um, and managing Australia's biggest sports stars, which we do and we do really well. Um, another side of the business is uh, the events and consultancy side, which looks at um, everything from um, creating big events like uh, the AFL Grand Final lunch or the, the, the Cricket Australia Fan Zone and things at the MCG to, um, to the consultancy side, which is PR and communications and, and creative content and digital. So it's, it's actually really, um, it's an amazing business to work for because it's so varied in, in the amount of projects that they do and um, the amount of things that they do across all sports in Australia and internationally um, with our office over in London as well. So it's, um, it's a really exciting sports agency to work for and um, I fit within the the creative content and digital team in terms of my skill set being uh, being content based, um, a lot of it, um, also communications. But um, but my role specifically is a, as an internal uh, internal con- I can't, can't even remember what my job title <laughs> is. Uh, internal manager of digital, social, and brand. So, look, I, I look after people within the business if they need a, a pitch or a prop or a presentation um, that might be to uh, to a client, or it might be um, to pitch for new business, perhaps, or something like that. I sort of assist in video creation and, and document creation around that. So, some of it will be sort of corporate based, um, some of it less so. So, it sort of varies, but. Um, yeah, that's sort of I guess one of my main parts of the parts that I uh, oversee. The other part is the is our company's digital presence, which is our website and and our presence on social media. Um, yeah. So look after the content creation for the businesses uh, platforms there, and then another aspect to my role is is also sort of advising our talent. Um, you know, best practices from from a social point of view how to grow their followers and that sort of thing as well. So that's another interesting part of the role. As I said, it's a, it's a very wide sort of reaching role and everything I do different things every day in terms of um, what I'm actually creating more, what I'm actually doing. So it's definitely a, it's a um, something that I think suits my skill set well and being able to be a, as I said, Jack of all trades, master of none, but it's a, uh, it's a pretty cool place to work. Yeah, yeah, I think I think hundred percent. One of the things uh, during my time at TLA when I was interning there, your yeah. your role. I remember like one day we're working on the website and and adding in some info about the talent, but then the next day, you know, right, uh, doing an Instagram story with like a airplane paper airplane challenge with Aaron Finch and like just like really cool stuff like that. And you know, it's lucky lucky you're versatile, Jake. Yeah, I know. It, it was sort of uh, it was sort of made for me, I suppose. But um, yeah, look, as I said, I'll go back on to the point that versatility is something that some employers might disagree with me in terms of um, this person is not particularly good at everything. But I have a feeling you sort of need that that versatility, as I said, particularly when you're working for a for a smaller business or a smaller agency where resources they just don't have the resources to stretch mm. as far. So being able to do multiple things um, is a is a real asset. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Um, so, Jake, now that you've kind of had about five or so years in the digital industry, where do you see yourself going in the next five or ten years? What are your aspirations? Where do you see the digital content industry itself going? What kind of opportunities do you see opening up? Mate, I, 
I wish I knew. It's a tough question. Um, and it's crazy to think, you know, I've sort of been involved with five years, which is certainly not, not a long time by any stretch. I'm, I still feel like I'm, you know, fresh out of uni. But then I also think back in my first time and my first um, uh, my first role, digital role, which was uh, with the Australian Open. I think back in that time and how much I've learned in that time um, and how much social media has changed. You know, like I was looking before, um, so 2013, I think, was the first year that I worked for the Australian Open. And back then, Snapchat had just launched. Um, you know, Vine was launched. Um, you couldn't actually share videos on Instagram. It was that long ago, which um, is not really that long ago because it's only a handful of years ago. But but in terms of how much the, the landscape has changed in, you know, a couple of years' time is just mind-blowing. And so I... So I think that no one really knows the answer to sort of where where uh, social media or digital content is going. Um, and anyone who says that they know what it's going to be like in 10 years is lying yeah. um, because I think it changes so rapidly. So I think, um, I think from a personal point of view, what I'd like to be doing is, um, is, you know, working for a great company. I'm working for a great company at the moment, so I definitely can't complain there, but um, it's it's also another point I suppose that I made early on that not limiting yourself in terms of what you like to do and um, being versatile and learning as you go and, and learning what you like to do. Is what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I might end up in broadcast or I might end up as a writer somewhere or I might end up out of sports and into, you know, communications for a, a political party I've got no idea. And I think that's the fun in, um, in being involved in broadly speaking, marketing and communications and, and content is that there, you shouldn't be able to limit, limit yourself because you're, you can be versatile in a lot of different um, organisations, a lot of different places. So if uh, in 10 years time, if I'm still working in sport, um, fantastic, you know, bring it on because it's, it's what I love. But if I'm not, um, it, it's a, big world out there with a lot of different things and hopefully my time in sport thus far is able to be applicable to any any role going forward i hope jake thanks so much for taking the time to have a chat to me today and uh i really appreciate all your advice and i hope um for all the aspiring sports marketers digital content creators out there they they took something from this as well and uh yeah i really appreciate it absolutely thank you mate you're doing a really good job and if anyone wants to uh hit us up on linkedin more than happy to have a chat yeah absolutely cheers jake thank you for listening to the digital rookie podcast again i'd like to thank jake for sharing his story and providing such great advice like i mentioned earlier if you enjoyed today's episode make sure to let me know by writing a short review on apple podcasts you can get in contact with jake or myself by connecting with us on linkedin the links to those are in the description below to make sure you don't miss out on any Digital Rookie content, please go follow at Digital Rookie Hub on Instagram. I put a lot of effort into making the graphics and promotional material for the podcast, so your support there is really appreciated. I have some more really great guests for the podcast lined up, so you won't want to miss out on those upcoming episodes. I'll catch you next week. In the meantime, hope everyone is staying safe and healthy. Cheers.